Hi, this is Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the weekly Thimbleweed Park Stand-Up Meeting Podcast. Every week we talk about what we did last week and what we're going to do next week. And this week I am joined by David Fox. Hi there. Gary Winnick. Hey. And our special guest, Robert. How are you, Robert? Hi. Uh, Yeah, good. It's good to be here. So Robert is the lead tester on Thimbleweed Park, and uh, if there are any horrible bugs that sneak out, uh, it's all his fault. Just want to mention that. Sounds like he's obviously in California too, given his accent. <laughs> where where are you, Robert? I'm based in Hampshire in the UK. So where is where is Hampshire? Uh, it's about an hour to the to the west of London. It's a great place. What's the weather like there right now? Right now we've got nothing but rain, dark skies. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit gloomy. Yeah, it rained for probably two months solid up here in Seattle. It was just every day it rained, but it dumped so much snow into the mountains. It was great. Um, I went skiing last weekend, and it was just absolutely amazing. They were saying that they got more. They have have more snow now at the ski resort than they did all year last year. I love it when it rains because it means there's snow in the mountains. I don't know if there's something wacky going on with the. Uh... Um, weather. I mean, here in California, at least I'm in Northern California, David is somewhat around where I am too, but it's been clear, but unseasonably cold for us here. It's been really cold. So I don't know if, you know, that's anything that's going, going to be, you know, lasting or it's just kind of a, a weird coincidence, but it's been really cold here for this area. We're really sissies when it comes to weather here in California. So Yeah, I know. I, I think it's like it's it, it might even be below freezing right now where, where I am. So, yeah, you guys are sissies. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I want to live in a place where I can't go outside without wearing a space suit to stay alive. So See, I, I like that. I love that. I love, you know, putting on all my really heavy clothes and my scarf and my gloves and everything just to walk across the street. I really love that. You have like that special, you know, Christmas with snow nonsense and all of that going on. <laughs> yeah, just, like... just, just like on TV. Oh, okay. Well. All right. Well, I guess we better get started. Oh, so who has seen Star Wars? Yeah, who has? Who has? I've seen it. Yeah. Gary? No. Robert? Not yet, I'm afraid. Not yet? No, okay. Oh, God. You guys. I'm, I'm waiting for the, you know, it's the time of year, and I'm waiting kind of for the lines to die down, because I really would rather go, you know, I don't want to sound like a snob, but I'd really rather go to a theater and just kind of sit in there, you know, maybe go to a matinee where it's just not that crowded and just sort of relax and enjoy the movie. So I'll probably do that in the next week or so. But I just haven't been wanting to run out and wait in line. Unlike you, David, who has like a screening at Pixar he can go to, you know. (laughs) I'm just a normal peon where I have to go down to the local theater and wait in line, and I don't really like doing that. I'm too old for that now. I was surprised I went went on the first day it opened also, and... Um, had our tickets ahead of time through Fandango, and I got there like an hour and a half early, figuring there'd be a huge line. And there were like two people in front of us, and and the theater was maybe two thirds full. This is a huge theater, and it was, I think everyone was afraid to go early because they didn't want to be there for the, the masses. So everyone was waiting, but they still they still had like record box office. So oh, oh yeah, it's it's smash, it's smashing all of the uh, records of everything right now. Well, see, the problem is that everything will always smash the records because ticket prices go. It's like unless you unless you normalize, like I think if you normalize ticket prices, I think Gone with the Wind is still the number one movie. 
Maybe. I, I mean, I, like I say, I think they have some proportional stuff they take into account when they talk about the numbers, but all of that stuff is statistics and it's kind of made up. So I really don't know to whether I can believe it or not. All right. Well, let's get to the uh, stand-up meeting. I think we've wasted enough time. Oh, I don't think we've wasted enough time. Well, <laughs> it means we have to go back to work. So let's uh, let's start with Gary. Gary, what did you do last week? What are you going to do this week? Okay. Well, actually, the last week I've been working on something which is going to be a feature, which I'm not going to really talk about in depth for ThimbleCon, but I think it's cool. And certainly I think it's really cool, and I'm sort of messing around with it. But it's one of those things that requires a bunch of kind of trial and error and testing to figure out the best way to present it. That's all I'm really going to say about it, other than, you know, people will be hopefully looking forward to figuring out what the hell that is when they actually play the game. So I've been working on that, and then I've been working some on inventory items and a little bit on characters. But as we go through the different sprints that we've been going through, and right now we're kind of finishing up the county thing, depending on what we're doing, certain people have more or less to do. And in this particular last sprint, I only had a couple of characters to animate, so I've been working on other things that I know because the next, I'm going to use the word, once again, sort of sprint that comes up is going to require a bunch of attention to the kind of details I'm talking about right now because we're sort of wanting to finish up everything in the first act, I believe, rather than calling it a sprint. So would, would that be a kind of you know appropriate, Ron, to call this sort of we're finishing up the first act now as the next sprint kind of thing? Yeah, I think that's where we want to go from here. Yeah. I mean, we've we've had our sprints very location-based in the past, and uh, you know, in the next locations that open up, they're very fragmented, you know, in terms of what goes on in the act. So I think for the next sprint, we'll, we'll focus, you know, on, on getting the act done rather than the locations done per se. And then the other thing that's gone on is just this last week has been incredibly, um, uh, distracting just because of the holidays and then you know I'll get into some personal stuff and say you know my wife is helping my her mom move so she's out of town which means I have to be responsible for everything around the house like taking care of kids and animals and stuff like that and generally I just ignore them and let her deal with that so I found out that you know if you don't feed like animals and kids they get cranky I didn't realize that you know but I'm finding that out this week because she's gone all right David so last week Felt like a short week I mean, between Christmas break, took off a day or something, and my birthday, took off a couple of days, getting ready for New Year's and all that. So, when was your birthday? Yes, my birthday was yesterday. Oh, well, happy birthday. Thank you. Well, today's what? So, today we're recording this on the 31st. And so, my birthday was yesterday, the 30th. I still have about 150 Facebook happy, happy birthday messages to acknowledge. <laughs> So that'll take some productivity away this today. Um, but I actually got to do some really fun special case animation. I mean, by do, I mean insert it into the game and choreograph it so that it time to dialogue that Ron had already created. This is for Ransom, the clown. And went back to some code I had written way back, uh, maybe in June, which was the hotel elevator. And now that we have... Um, something that Ron added, which was the ability to have, calling them pseudo rooms, um, reusing art, but having them feel like unique rooms for each of the elevator floors and all the rooms off of the elevator, off of each floor. Um, the elevator could actually take you to different floors and I wanted to make it more like a standalone elevator, but then we decided to, at this point, to make it less intelligent, reduce a bunch of work by not letting you switch actors while you're in the elevator. 
so you don't have to worry about special cases like, you know, what if you want to bring another actor in? What if you don't take the actor out? And who overrides the elevator for it? All that goes away because you don't switch. So that makes it a lot easier. Well, we could, we could back up, backtrack on that if we needed to. Did a pass on, or finished up first pass of a puzzle in the circus area dealing with rodents. Started working on more of the countryside area. Um, added a, a really fun cutscene that new, new art from Mark um, that was really fun to do. I'm not going to mention Mark instead of give it away. And I think that's about it. Next week, um, more countryside stuff. Um, I'm waiting for some rooms to come in. And once those are in, I can finish that up. I think that's it. Okay. Uh, next up will be Robert. Um, before you start, Robert, give us. Kind of tell us a little bit about what you do on the project, since this is the first time on the podcast. What what does a lead tester do? Uh, so at the moment, I've been been sitting in the only testing position as a result of some applications that we've been receiving. Uh, that's going to be changing soon. So my role on the game is mainly, at the moment, has been testing up until this point, trying to nail all the bugs that I can find before we bring another tester on. When are, when are, when are we planning on getting that um, second tester on the project? Uh, as of January, I believe, um, the first the first week or so in January, hopefully. All right, that'll be exciting. If we can get all the paperwork done in time. Is that another person you know, Robert, somebody in your area or somebody who's remote uh, to you the same way you're remote to us? It's, a, it's another remote worker. I, I believe it's a connection through uh, someone that Ron's worked with before. So, so because of your your position, you you basically will probably have played the game way more than any of us, all the rest of us put together. Because that's all you're doing is going through and and playing and looking at things, and then having to figure out how to reproduce bugs and document them and create videos and screenshots, and then you have to confirm that when we say it's fixed, it really did fix it. Yeah, I mean that's that's my general process. The, the hardest part sometimes can be trying to reproduce the bugs that. I found. Well, I the thing I always wonder is like, how can you stay fresh and look at the game afresh when you've seen the same thing a thousand times already? I, I drink heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, that's that's how we design and program the game too. <laughs> so I was going to ask Robert, you know, and I don't know if there's there's a, a, a an answer for this, but are you finding that that you're able to sort of separate, you know? sort of the drudgery of what you have to do and look at the game as sort of a an experience? And, and do you have an opinion in terms of how you feel this fits into kind of the adventure games we've done before? Does it feel similar to you? You know, that kind of thing. I'm just sort of curious if you're able to sort of have any objectivity at all, or are you pretty much just sort of in this area where there's so much of the same thing going on, it's hard for you to do that? Uh, I'd say I find it quite quite easy to separate the, the work side of it from the, the ability to enjoy it. It's been It's been great so far. It feels like a game that I would have played when I was a kid. So what what are you going to be doing uh, next week? What's your what's your focus for stuff next week? So my focus for the next couple of weeks, uh, we're going to be bringing in a new tester. So I'll be responsible for bedding them in, getting them acquainted with, with the process that we've got for reporting bugs and getting hold of new builds of the game and generally just making sure that they're, they're comfortable and they've got everything they need to get started. Uh, I'll also be moving my focus on from the town section of the game, which I spent last week on and uh and moving towards the circus which is uh supposed to be in a better state than it was last time i looked yeah i think david's made some huge advances in the circus over the last week or so 
Yeah, I don't know whether it's... I haven't actually played through the whole thing yet. There might be some holes, so I guess we have to look at that. There's still a lot of placeholder text. Okay, well, thanks, Robert. Let's see, for me, last week, the big thing was uh, I put together the website so uh, backers who are going to get their name in the phone book can enter the name and upload the recordings. Uh, and I did a draft of that. And then we've kind of done a week of testing with uh, readers of the blog who wanted to help test out the system. So I spent a lot of time in that. And it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be because there are a lot of weird edge cases that I just hadn't thought of, you know, until people started using it and doing strange things with it. You know, I, I didn't know about all this stuff. So I've had to go through and fix all that. But I think it's I think it's to the state now where uh, sometime the beginning of the month we can have um, the real backers start uploading their information uh, into the into the database and store it all. So that took a little bit longer. I figured that was going to take me about a day, but it probably took me three or four days uh, to get that all working. So a little bit longer on that and uh, just a bug fixing and stuff like that that uh, I've been doing. And I do need to make some changes to the way that builds are built because we're bringing on uh, new testers. I need to make some changes there so we can do separate builds for different testers and whatnot. So I've been getting uh, that stuff to, uh, working. And then, of course, there was just the distractions of the holidays and stuff um, last couple of weeks. So that was, um, I think, slowing things down. I think always in December, no matter what project I've ever worked on in any game, December is always just this weird month because of everything going on. So I'm hoping that once the beginning of the year rolls around, it's like we can kind of get our speed back. So the beginning of the year is tomorrow, Ron. Yeah, well, it is, but... I guess I mean I guess it's really Monday, right? I mean Monday was is the first day of the of the new year that we'll actually be working, and we need to plan out the next sprint. Uh, we need to do a bunch of stuff with that. So I've been spending time uh, just doing some organizational things about about planning for the next sprint and what's going to happen there. So I feel like there's something else really big that I did. I've totally forgotten about it. Let's see. We didn't we didn't do Friday questions, right? There are no Friday questions just because it's the new year and stuff. Uh, a lot of bug, a lot of bug fixes. Yeah, you've been working on a ton of bugs, Ron. I mean, I look at the list, and you've just been like, you know, quashing bugs left and right. Yeah, you know, I spend a lot of time fixing bugs, and it doesn't it doesn't feel like I'm doing real work when I'm fixing bugs. You know, even though I may spend days just squashing all these little bugs because they're not you know, big meaty tasks, I, I kind of feel like I'm being unproductive. I and mean, didn't you add some, you know, features to the system? I remember you and David talking about that and you were adding some stuff to the system. Oh yeah, that's right. I did. I added pseudo rooms. That, that was the big thing that I did last week that I had forgotten is pseudo rooms. And I think the post that I'm going to do on Monday or Tuesday uh, for the blog will be all about pseudo rooms and what they are and how they get implemented and, you know, how we use them, you know, back in uh, at the Lucasfilm games and, you know, how we're using them now and, and why you'd want to use them and stuff. So pseudorooms basically are, allow you to create a room that becomes a template and then you can create any number of rooms off that template, but the, but to the to the system they are completely separate rooms, even though they're derived from a similar template. And we we started using it in the hotel because there are 13 floors to the hotel, and each floor has like 10 rooms, and there's you know no way we want to go define 130 rooms, but we can kind of create a couple of templates for hotel rooms, and then create all these pseudo rooms off the templates. So yeah, anyway, so yeah, I did that. I totally forgot about that. So is that it? Anyone have any anything else? 
Um, the only thing I'm going to mention is because I sort of like to, you know, put people on the spot since I have Robert on the uh, line right now is go, Robert, so could we maybe get you to write us a blog post about kind of your process and what it's like to do playtesting on this game? How does that sound? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, cause I think that might be interesting to see that, you know, on the blog. Yeah. We'll talk to Ron about getting, getting that sorted. Yeah. That'd be fun. Should definitely do that. Okay. Well, I will talk to you guys later. And happy okay. New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year to all. New Year. Take care. Bye. 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 Uh, I guess we're done. Was it as exciting as you thought it would be, Robert? Absolutely thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Ron, while we have you on, so we're going to do this brainstorming thing later today. Do we have a time for that or do we want to discuss that now or? or... I don't think we have a time. I need to find out when Jen's available. This is for um, Franklin's flashback. I have, an, I have a little email that I've written, which is kind of all of the issues with his flashback. And I'll go ahead and mail that out to everybody. So at least okay. we kind of have a starting point for, for what we need to talk about for that brainstorm. Okay. All right. See you guys later. Okay. okay bye. Bye, bye Rob. Bye. Bye, Robert.